we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Hello, welcome. I'm Lauren Sweeney. I'm your host of Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. And we are live today, whether you're watching us on our Facebook page or maybe you are finding us on our audio on all the platforms. I'm so excited that you guys are here with us. And we have a very special guest today, Michelle Cunningham. I was so excited for her to talk with you about all the things, how to wow your audience, how to blow up YouTube, why YouTube, and why now. Let me tell you a little bit about our guest, and then we are going to dive into all the things with Michelle today. So she was a former top network marketer for over 17 years. That's how Michelle and I met. And she used video to attract business on autopilot and now empowers entrepreneurs literally you guys around the globe with her trainings. She's the creator of the video creator classroom, which shows entrepreneurs how to show up authentically online to attract more business, which we all want that in this remote video environment that we still find ourselves in. Her strategies bring in more leads and more sales to any entrepreneur looking to put their business on autopilot while working less and living more. And who doesn't want that? Let's give a warm round of applause and a huge welcome to Michelle Cunningham. Woo! I'm so excited. I was like, I was like filming this. I'm like, this is a big deal. I feel very excited to be here. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, Lauren. This is so cool. <laughs> this is so fun. I'm excited that we get to have this conversation. Talk about all of the things. Yeah. So a few things that I know that you're amazing at is wowing the audience, creating engagement. Let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah, totally. So, you know, I'm admittedly so. I'm just a shy introvert from humble beginnings. Uh, I grew up incredibly poor. My mom was a single mom. And uh, so I come from very humble beginnings. And because of that, I always felt less than those around me. And so there was a side of me that would never want to show up on social media or would never want to be loud or proud or bold only because I tried to shy away from standing out because I felt like I stood out so long when I was a, a kid, you know, being as poor as I was with my dirty shoes and my dirty backpack. And, you know, just so much of that uh, made me kind of retreat inward. And so uh, what is interesting is I started, um, you know, I started working in corporate America, got my dream job as a pharmaceutical sales rep, 23 years old, right out of college. And I land this dream job and I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this forever. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, three months in, I'm like, this is like so boring. <laughs> like, uh, I don't want to be like a diva, but like, uh, I know I'm making $50,000 a year and I have a company car and I have an expense account, but like, this is boring, you know? And I stayed there like we do with the, you know, the golden handcuffs or whatever. We stay at the stupid job <laughs> and I stayed at the stupid job for another two years. And then I was like, I'm still bored. So I decided to get another job. And at that job, I was selling uniforms, high-end uniforms to hotels like the Hyatt and Hilton. Yeah, it was kind of a fun job, but also I was bored. Um, and, and you know, and, and I, I that was the year when I had that job, I realized, oh my gosh, being in this job, like it's, it's kind of interesting because at this job, um, they said to me, great job, you hit your quota. You made a hundred grand this year. Now you're gonna skyrocket. And I'm like, really? I'm like, okay, great. And they're like, but next year you have to do double the work. I'm like, okay, awesome. Double the pay, double the work. I can do work more. It sounds good. And they're like, no, for the same pay. <laughs> and that was when I realized like, no, like, wait, this is, this is like kind of a scam, right? What? Yeah, totally. So, uh, so it was at that point that I was like, are we frozen? Are we okay? I think you froze on me. 
Is that my connection? I'll keep talking just in case. I think we're back. Are we back? Is it my connection or yours? Are we okay? Uh, you look good on my end. Am okay. I still frozen? You were. No, you're good now. So, okay, awesome. but sometimes it's my connection. I don't know what's going on. Um, so anyway, so, so I end up, you know, deciding that like corporate America is kind of a scam. Right. And so ended up then getting a job in real estate and right in 2009 when the market crashed. So then I got into network marketing. So I get into network marketing first started by selling my products to network market or going, going to people's homes and selling my products. And then I realized the power of social media. And so I feel like I have to give you that backstory because it wasn't like, oh, I just hopped on social media and I'm like, let's make this work. I was having some success in network marketing and decided, you know what? Um, I'm going to share my tips with other people. And so I started sharing my tips on a YouTube channel. And so started just, hey, guys, this is what I did today to sell to a stranger. And those tips were helpful to people. And so people started to follow me. And I was like, wait, that's so crazy that they're following me. I'm just sharing stuff that I know that I didn't think was novel. But there's one secret in the whole building a tribe thing is that the second you share with someone something they don't already know, they look to you as an expert. And I was like, that's so crazy. And so the very simple things that I was doing, like putting out a little jar around town where people could enter to win a free session from me, that was like, oh my gosh, I was in Ohio doing this. Someone in Oregon is watching this or someone in California. And they're like, that's a genius idea. They did it and they were getting results. And so that that was how I accidentally started building a tribe. And I I set out with this mission. And I think the most important thing that that all of us should do when we're building an online tribe is this one thing set out on a mission to just serve and help people. And that's honestly what I did. I did not even know you could start a YouTube channel and then profit from it. Like that was, I did not know that. And I remember when I first started that YouTube channel the first year, someone was like, how are you making money doing this? Like she was like, why do you have a YouTube channel? Why would you do this? I'm like, I'm just kind of bored and I like to help people. And I like, I like getting their comments and say like, this was helpful. And I was like, oh, like that, that filled my cup. That was enough for me to continue to do it was that I got messages from people on YouTube saying, thank you. And so if you start out like that, which is kind of that pure intention, oh my gosh, I, I believe our efforts are blessed. And that is literally what's happened to me is like, whoa, I can't even believe this happened, but this is kind of awesome. And I believe it's possible for anybody. I love that. So building the tribe, realizing, okay, I'm in this corporate job. I don't like it. So let me try and get another corporate job. Oh, wait, I still don't like that. Let yeah. me pivot again. Then let me pivot again. And I just want to serve people and figuring out what fills your cup. I think that's important too. We all get filled up in different ways. Totally. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, as an introvert, I wouldn't think that I would get filled up on like making videos, but it, that's, it wasn't so much that that filled me up. It was that I helped people that filled me up. Right. And so I was willing to step out of my introverted shell and say, you know what, just stop it. It's not about you go make a video and help someone. And, and it's what's so powerful about YouTube is People are like, how'd you build your YouTube channel? I'm like, I don't know. I just put stuff out there. <laughs> like, literally, that was my plan. Like, make a video once a week and put it out there. And that's literally all I did. And I didn't even know anything about SEO. I, I don't even know that I do it right now. It doesn't matter, though. <laughs> like, it's still effective. So I, I wasn't really using keywords. I was just putting stuff out there and people were finding it. And so that's the beauty of YouTube is uh, people just kind of organically find you. So the more you serve, the more uh, you, you build a tribe, which is crazy and awesome, you know? I love it. What would you say about defining like your own style? And maybe you didn't think about it, but you have a unique, a unique way of really like attracting people and being yourself. And I think that 
that's something people love is you're down to earth, you're relatable, you're talking about how your house does not look perfect. You're talking about like all the fun things. Talk about that for a moment. Yeah. Speaking of, if you're watching the video, you're like, where I'm in a twin bedroom right now at the Airbnb. It was the only place I could find in the house to get a little bit of solitude for a second. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, when I first started, I was definitely like, like professional, you know, like I didn't really, I was just like, maybe I'll be perfect and people will like me. And those videos, when you look back on them, there was this noise that I made. Like, I, I think we all do it when we're uncomfortable or maybe not. Maybe I'm just a weirdo, but I would do this voice. It was like, Hey everyone. I'm so glad you're here today. My name is Michelle Cunningham and I'm going to be showing you how I stay happy. And it's like, I would play those videos for my mom. She's like, why are you acting like that? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, that's my nice voice. And she's like, it's fake and weird. I'm like, thanks mom. But like, not bad advice. You know, like we almost all need a mom to be like, dude, you don't sound like that. That's a little weird. And so what I sound like is this. And, and, and when you can act like you act in front of your best friend on camera, what is so interesting, I read it in a book and I don't remember what book it was, but it was that people trust your true authentic voice. And I think my insecurity for so many years lied in the fact that I grew up poor and I was less than those around me or these all these weird theories I had, right? Like, so it led me to, pre to pretend I was something other than what I was because I didn't think people would actually like just me. And I'll tell you, YouTube gave me a ton of confidence in just liking me, honestly, like YouTube it took me out of my shell. It, it forced me to show up and then realize that, oh my gosh, I am likable just as me. And the more I was just me, the more people tuned in. And what it did is it attracted my tribe. It attracted people that were like me, that liked me, and it detracted other people. Not everyone follows me. I'll never forget someone. Someone forwarded me a message of someone talking about me. And she goes, that Michelle Cunningham girl, I know people like her. She's just not my cup of tea. And, and I heard that and I was like, well, no, no kidding. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. None of us are every, you know, we all have people that talk slow, you have people that talk fast, you have people that think too much and people that don't think, you know, you find your people that you really like. And so that's, what's beautiful about YouTube is it attracts almost like your best friends. Like the people that I've become friends with from YouTube, literally in real life, we would be best friends. And when they say that to me, like when I, I've talked to some of these people on the phone and I'm like, we actually would be best friends. Like, no, I know we really would be. So it's kind of a beautiful thing. It brings you people and we would never be exposed to that many people in like our real life, but online, it's like, it's so cool. So yeah, when you're more you, you attract more people like you and uh, it's crazy. So, and it's a lot, whole lot easier to just be yourself if we're being honest, you know, it's a lot of work to have to like, say, you know, so I just, I, you know, I sometimes sound dumb or I say things like, no way, dude, that's awesome. Cause I get so excited. And obviously I couldn't have said that in my corporate world, but now I'm like, I don't have a boss and I actually don't care. Like if I offend someone because I said, dude, like this may be not my someone, right? Absolutely. I love your point too with your mom telling you like, why are you using a fake voice? You're like, but that's, that's my nice voice. No, no, that's just your fake voice. I had someone tell me that too. I would like nervous laugh. They're like, oh, are you nervous? Yeah. I'm not nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you're using your your laugh to deflect. So it's so great that we have people in our lives that will give us feedback. I yeah. love to this virtual environment. And you commented that you literally are finding people all over the planet that you could connect with. And you're like, oh my gosh, there's so much universality, especially going through COVID and being in a remote environment. And you were already doing the remote environment before COVID. You had already positioned yourself. You didn't even know that you would meet that position. And the connectivity that I think we're all craving, that realness, that knowing like, gosh, 
she's normal. I'm normal. Like maybe we could all do something amazing. What would you say to someone who's like, gosh, I've had this thing. I really want to do it, but I just don't think I could, I could do it big. I don't think it could go anywhere. What would you say about that? Yeah. I mean, I think I felt that way for so long. I remember taking like six years ago, I took a marketing course from Marie Forleo and she's like the queen of branding. And like, when you take a course from someone like her, you're like, whoa, like she's super smart and super famous that you're like, it it, it actually kind of shut me down. Like it helped me because I knew like, oh, I could one day maybe do something like that. But it also made me freeze because I'm like, I don't know how to do WordPress. I could never like do this. And so after t- spending a lot of money and taking that course, what I did is I was like, all right, you know what? Let's just stop for a second. We don't have to build a whole whatever she's got because that's really crazy. Let's just build a YouTube channel. Let's just start by putting ourselves out there. And so for me, I was like, I'm just going to start to make a video. And I made that first video. And and honestly, you know, people are like, I want to build a brand. I'm like, how about just, I didn't set out to build a brand. I set out to make a video. And from that video, then it started to shift me to like what direction I should go. So I made this first video. I'm a network marketing trainer for women. And so I said, guys, here's how I'm booking parties without talking to people. And people like like that. Like, you know, I think, you know, a lot of people are like, I'd love to get results without talking to anyone. Like, it's a pretty fantastic thing. So I make this video. And that night, all these people messaged me. And they're like, do you have any more training about this topic? Or like how to book parties if you, you know, just have a computer? And so that fed my next video. And so sometimes we think we have to have the whole plan. I don't, and I didn't. My plan was like, make the video. Oh, you want more help? Okay, yeah, I'll make that video. That's a good one for next week. Then I made the next video. And so my audience kind of fed the brand where they're like, I, they really like when I talk about how to book parties. Like if you look at my YouTube channel or you look at anybody in your space on YouTube, you can sort, you click on videos of their videos and sort by most viewed videos. And you can see the topics that are most viewed and that's a pretty good indicator that that's something that people are interested in. And so sometimes when I'm, hmm, I'm not sure what to do next, I can look at what other, what, what else is being put out there and say, oh, that's a nice topic. All right, I'll make my spin on that. I don't even watch their video. I just take the idea and I say, I'm going to make a video similar to that with my spin on it. And so uh, that's what's so cool about it is you can, you can literally just come up with any idea, but also your tribe is kind of telling you. And so as I was getting all this feedback, I'm like, maybe I'll just be a network marketing trainer for women because like women seem to follow me and I like to talk about network marketing, making money. So that's just what I started to do. And then I was like, well, this is working. So I'll just keep doing this. Uh, and I love it. Like it fills my cup. And that, that's so important to, to love what you're talking about. <laughs> I had a, my first failed YouTube channel. I was going to be an organizing guru. <laughs> and then I realized I don't like organizing because that's annoying. It's hard to do. And then to film it and try to act happy when you're organizing, doing something you hate. It's just it's just a mess. So I was like, this is not my thing. And then I realized, no, business, like talking business and making money and being fulfilled, like that's my thing. So if something doesn't feel right in your heart, then don't do it and just switch it over to something else. So I have a failed YouTube channel and then a successful YouTube channel. But the failed one still got 900 subscribers and like 10,000 views. <laughs> it's crazy. There you go. It's all relative. Yeah. I, I love your comment about you asked what people wanted or you paid attention to what people liked and that fed the next thing you were going to do. And so many successful people talk about that. Don't seek to build the tribe. Listen to what the tribe is that's already there is saying and then it'll it spark your next creation. Also, you talked about, okay, I didn't really like doing this. So I, you could pivot. So let's talk about those two things. You're going one direction. Now you're going to pivot. 
maybe people don't support you or maybe they do. And then also listening to your community. Yeah. So I've had a lot of pivots in my journey. You know, interestingly, it's like I started in my network marketing business and I started to build a team and I got, you know, built a team of a thousand reps and was winning cars and trips. And I was like, guys, we're going to go to the top. And while I was doing that, I was also building this YouTube channel and I had a CD series that I sold, which is so funny. Like people like CDs, who buys CDs? I'm like, I don't know, but I've sold tens of thousands of CDs. Okay. It's just very funny, but it's a training program on how to generate leads, how to hold parties and how to team build. Very, you know, it's if you're in network marketing or direct sales or home party rep, it, it makes sense for those people. So anyway, so I, I had my YouTube videos and I had my CDs and uh, those started to sell. Like I'll never forget. It was December 2019. <laughs> I ran my first ad to those CDs and my sales like skyrocketed so much. So it was making more than I ever made in a month in my other business. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And it was kind of like God being like, bing, bing, bing. You know, you had success here in network marketing for 17 years, but there's another level for you. And I was like, I can't hear that because like I am going to the top in my network marketing business. And so I, I like pushed it away. And then I got some adversity that was coming in. The people in my company, when you talk about a little bit of adversity, they were like, who do, why are you? Why do you have this? Why are you doing that? I'm like, because it's branding like this. And I, well, I, I heard it through the grapevine. I, no one really came to me. <laughs> Why is she doing that? Why would she have a CD? I'm like, it's because it's branding. I'm putting my brand out into the world. And it's attracting people from other companies who eventually are joining my team. And that YouTube channel, six months after having it, every every week, someone would ask to join my team. And then people asked to buy products from me. And so I was attracting so much business from this online tribe. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. And I was like, this is really smart. Everyone should do this. But people in my company are like, why would you do that? It's like, you don't get it. This is smart. You should all do this. So that's where we talk about some adversity, right? But I believe that God, again, was like, bing, bing, bing. Listen to me. I've got a bigger platform for you. Like, you've had success in network marketing, but now you're called to this bigger platform to train a ton of people. Like an international world of women, all in network marketing of all different companies. And I'm like, that's a little ludicrous. Like, I don't think I could actually do that, God. Thank you very much. I'm going to put you away. <laughs> And then again, more adversity. And it went on for an entire year. It went on from uh, January 2019, that entire year. And I made the decision. It was October 2019, November 2019. I was like, you know what? My other business, this from, from building a brand and then launching, I had my CDs. I started, I launched my first online course. Uh, and then I launched another online course. And those were automated online courses that were helping people, which was ultimately my main goal, yet making a ton of money that was like changing our lifestyle. I was like, wait, um, this is like a lot easier. It's impacting and helping a ton of people. It totally 100 million percent fills my cup. I love what I'm doing. All I want to do is make videos. All I want to do is help people. And I'm making money doing this. Like, hmm. <laughs> and I remember sitting down with my husband one night. We we're like having dinner on the back patio. And he's like, so you're making six figures in your network marketing business. And it requires a lot of you. You have to show up to events. You've got to talk to people. Everyone needs you every single day. Your other business is making 600,000 and requires like nothing of you. Totally fills your cup. It's very simple to do. You absolutely love it. And you're impacting the world. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I know. I just feel bad. I literally just felt bad. I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to let people down. And uh, I'll never forget. And I probably could still cry about today, but I'll never forget when I made that decision. Like, I'm going to go. Like, there was nothing logical about leaving because <laughs> my team did not know I was having all these thoughts because you couldn't really tell them. And so it was just not logical to leave a super successful six-figure network marketing business. That didn't make sense to people. But I was like, I'm so sorry, guys. I know this sounds crazy, but 
I am obsessed with making videos and helping people. And my other business has like exploded and I'm going to go in that direction. And they're like, so you're going to still be with us, right? I'm like, no, I'm like actually going to just like quit entirely. Like I'm not even going to sell the products. I'm going to like leave. And they were like, what is wrong with you? Like it didn't, there's no logic in that. But I also couldn't say like, this is making a hundred grand. This is making 600 grand. This is like way easy. And like, because I felt like I really love these people still. I'm dear friends with them. And so it was like, ah, what do I do? But I left and I believe that when we listen, you know, if you believe in God or you believe in the universe, whatever you believe in, I listened to that calling and God like rose up and said, oh my gosh, you finally listened. Like, rah, rah, rah. Right. And that business exploded. Yeah. It was like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> the business totally exploded. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so now I'm, I'm truly living the laptop lifestyle. We, um, we just sold our house and we're Airbnb hopping since November. We've been five, four or five months just Airbnb hopping, working from our laptops and I'm um, homeschooling the kids and l loving like this world that COVID's brought us because I'm like, it's total freedom and so fun. And so, um, yeah, just, just interesting. But I, I believe that adversity that we all face is just a, someone's knocking on your head, right? And so, so pay attention to that. You know, I was like, that's mean. And I'm like, no, that's a message. There's a message in this meanness. And so uh, it, it's such a blessing. You know, I, I truly believe that. I love it. And the listening and taking a leap of faith when it doesn't make sense to other people, but it makes sense to you. And then it's just, you know, blessed. So we love to ask, what does rise up for you mean to you? Rise up for you. You know, I love that question because when I thought about it, I think about it as rise up for God. And I, I don't know if everyone, you know, that's just what I think because I literally listened and I rose up and I'm like, I'm rising up for you, God. Like, I'm going to do this, but I'm scared. And I don't know if this is going to work, but that business exponentially exploded and changed my life forever. And I believe that when we rise up for you, rise up for God, you, you can literally, um, life can change in such a crazy way. So that's what it means to me. I love it. Listening to your intuition, listening to like what matters to you and, and, and going for it and then being authentically you and showing up. And as we talked earlier, listening to your tribe and the community that you're serving and what fills you up and being unapologetic about it and not afraid to pivot a failed YouTube channel that has 10,000 impressions. And you're like, well, I'll just pivot and I'll make another one. Oh my goodness. So Michelle, if we want to connect more with you, where would we find you? Where are your, your favorite platforms uh, to find you? So YouTube is where I hang out. I'm there like once a week making a video for you. So those are like, you know, edited and like a little more fun to watch. So that's youtube.com forward slash direct sales, Michelle. That is my YouTube channel. Uh, I'm also live on Facebook interacting with my my online friends. They're literally my unicorn friends. <laughs> I love unicorns. We're all unicorns. Uh, but I'm on, on Facebook all the time. So facebook.com forward slash Michelle Cunningham online is my Facebook page. I also have a private community for uh, women entrepreneurs and network marketers that you can find from that page. Um, and then I have a website. It's just michellecunningham.com. I finally was able to buy my name. Someone else owned it and uh, about two years ago. She gave it up. She was doing something different than me. It was kind of a funny story, but I got my name back. So restructure. Awesome. You're also on Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not really that good on Instagram, but I'm doing okay. I'm figuring it out. Uh, Instagram.com forward slash direct sales, Michelle. Uh, so yeah, I'm on Instagram too. Awesome. I love it. And I hear you have a little gift for our audience. Do you want to talk about that? 
I do. I think one of the biggest things that changed for me that changed my business and changed my outlook, changed everything was getting my office organized. And like, I know I told you I hate organizing, but I hate organizing, but I like when it's organized. So I actually gave you a video of like my super unorganized office and how I totally restructured it, made it beautiful and organized. And then I give you, it's like a six page guide of every item in my office with a link to it. Because a lot of people are like, where'd you get that organizer? Where'd you get this? And so I show you how I made my office into a YouTube studio, a shipping department for my direct sales business, a home office, a podcasting recording studio, like everything that I needed to happen in that office, printing department, shipping department, and inventory management department is all within that office. And I show you how to do it. So if you have a small space, um, I work for small spaces all the time. I show you how to do that. And, uh, and I give you my links too. I love it. So prizefactorymichelle.com slash office. And you can get, get her freebie there for our audience. Michelle, it's so great to talk with you. And thank you for sharing all about the different things and wowing your audience and being you. And congratulations on all of your success. Just fantastic. Thank you, Lauren. You're so welcome. We will see you soon. And for our audience, if you are watching live on our Facebook page, you know that our women's conference, you guys, we almost have a thousand people registered for our free women's conference, which is coming next Monday, next Monday, March 8th. If you are listening to the audio, you missed it, but <laughs> that's okay because we have more amazing things coming up. If you're watching this live, be sure to register for the free conference. It is riseupforyou.biz slash women's conference. And if you're listening to the audio and you're like, well, I want to get something free, have no fear. We are here. Riseupforyou.com slash success kit and you'll get your free guide. I'm Lauren Sweeney. It's been my pleasure being your host today. Have a fantastic day becoming your best.